Hello, everyone, and welcome to Into the Halo, Warrior Nun fan podcast. I am Kevin Batchelder. I'm Sheila. And I am Kimberly. And it's been a while, but uh, hopefully you folks have been uh, looking forward to us coming back to talk about Warrior Nun. And as I think you are probably all well aware at this point, we are very close to the return of season two coming out. But uh, before that, there have been a couple of uh, trailers. So we thought we'd have a little fun just uh, speculating and oogling, ogling, enjoying, uh, you know, what we've got leading into season two. Or yelling, as the case may be. (laughs) Lots of words. (laughs) (laughs) I have a list, if that surprises anybody. It wouldn't be you, Kimberly, if you didn't have a list. Yep. We would expect nothing less. So I I don't know if you want to just dive right in. (laughs) Why don't you go right ahead? Okay. um, my, My number one is the FBC. That's my, my, the first born children. I believe they refer to them as later. And I'm sorry, but they look like a massive cult of sorts. Like, is it Adriel's new religion? I know. Or is it, you know, his army, you know, they're, they're, it looks like they're almost baptizing people into the red mist of wraiths. So is it a removal of free will? Are they creating an army of possession, like possessed people, you know, what? I love that you jump right to that as the first thing we talk about. It was kind of like a a WTF moment. Well, what's funny is that when, when in the trailer, when Ava was talking about that, she said FB, what is it? FBC. I was like, what is FBC? Did I miss that? Was that in the first season? So yeah, that, that was a big question mark for me too, but I didn't go quite where you went. I was just stuck on the FBC acronym. Then we have the Samaritans, who are the ones that I think say their job is to take out the FBC. And so my question there is, who are they? Where have they been? Why didn't they help the warrior nun? Were they a faction that was just like ignored by the Pope and the Vatican? You know, how do they fit into the bigger story? And forgive me, but I go back to where the heck have they been the entire time? All excellent questions. (laughs) And I suspect we're going to get, uh, you know, little snippets of info in the first few episodes to find out. I mean, I love I love the approach that Netflix uses in that we got what they call a teaser trailer in June, about a minute and a half. And then we got the official trailer just over two minutes in October. There is some overlap of stuff and there is some stuff that's only in one or not the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and along with those big plot items, as you jump to right away, we've also got the whole cool visual images you know lots of fast cutscenes, lots of quick views of many of our characters but not all so it, it certainly do a good job of teasing us up yeah speaking of characters that we don't see i am where is where is shotgun mary where is she she is not in the tree. with the way they left the end of season oh, one oh you've got to know they're not going to put that in a teaser they're going to make us wait well, it's so long of a wait. <laughs> but come on, I mean, our, at least I did. Maybe I've been watching enough shows over the years. I, I'm like, there's no way we're going to get any video of her in the in the teasers or the trailers. I know, and and you know, I did what what I usually do when I don't get my answer there. I'm like, okay, let me cheat. Let me see if it's in IMDb. And of course, <laughs> no, it wasn't. So I was 
totally like thwarted nonetheless. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm gonna have to wait. I'm gonna have to wait. Oh, so he, you got you got to know that Simon Barry was going through all the video footage. Going, nope, can't use that. Can't use this. Can't I'm use sure. Yes. <laughs> you know what's really bad though? I didn't even notice Shotgun Mary was missing. <laughs> Oh, that that's it. You're off the podcast. <laughs> no, no, there's a there's a reason though, and there's an absolute reason. I literally saw Lilith going to the portal and got you know, obsessed you know. with Lilith and how yep. much they were showing how mm-hmm. her skin is changing, the the nails, how how she's gotten power. She walked through the portal. You know, is she becoming one with whatever she is? Is she a hybrid? Is she so like, I'm thinking like, she's the queen of the Tarasks now. I mean, my head just went boom <laughs> and it wouldn't stop. And then, you know, I saw Sheila's note where Shaka Mary was like, oh, yeah. Where is <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the point of how they cut the trailer. But it, it looks like we're going to get a fight scene similar to like that Beatrice moment where you were like, whoa, okay, Beatrice can hold her own. And we're going to get that with Lilith when she throws the robe down and the nails pop out. It's like she was hiding in plain sight with these people. At least that's the image I got. It's like she was possibly hiding and then throws the robe off and be like, bring it. I also mentally had to go to, or what I, and what I did is I went back and rewatched the season one trailer. And again, you know, as any network streamer, whoever does, they're going to create a trailer that gets people excited, gets you interested, which means you're going to get a lot of the action stuff usually um, in these trailers. And there's, you know, there is just a ton of it, all quick cut scenes. But as we know, season one, you know, after we got past episode one until you got to a little later in the season, things took a leisurely pace for a lot of this. We developed characters, we developed relationships, we developed the world a little bit. So seeing a lot of that, I had to remind myself, okay, this could be stuff we only see near the beginning or the end. What's going to be the meat? That's what I started to kind of wonder a little bit. What's going to fill in a lot of the time this season? Um, and, and as you brought up very early on, whether it's the maybe the FBC, the Samaritans, this idea that there's others involved in this big picture, that might be where we start developing some of it along with some of the cool stuff for the folks we already know. Um, but I, I found it very interesting. I'm curious to hear what the two of you thought. That very first, the teaser trailer, like I say, about a minute and a half, that's almost virtually all Ava voiceover. I don't. I think there's maybe one line from one of the characters used in there. And it might even be Ava, I can't tell certainty. So I, I like that, that that one kind of focused on her in that sense. Not that we didn't see all, you know, a bunch of other characters, but she also referred to Adriel as specifically the devil. Right. Um, that was a big takeaway for me from that first teaser. What did, what did you folks think? I mean, I felt the same way, you know, she, she's basically reflecting on the fact that, and she even said it in the trailer that, you know, Adriel kicked her butt. Mm-hmm. Right. And so she's, it's like she's she's trying to take a step back and trying to understand, okay, how am I going to get myself and my family, my sisters, out of this mess? And I, and I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, until the, the, the official trailer came out, and I'm like, oh, all right, some answers there. And then more questions, but okay. See, I love the first, the teaser trailer, more than the second one. I know there was a lot more. Uh, there was a lot more shown in the second one, which just made my head explode with questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I made a list. 
But I liked the first one because it was almost more psychological than physical. Yes, they're showing all of these things, but you hear Ava and the maturity, and it was almost like the the bridge from season one to season two because there's been such a, a huge gap. It felt as if that discussion of this is all my fault. I've gotten stronger. I've learned. You know, I've gotten wiser. I'm getting there because I have to fix this. There's a huge maturity that you're being told about that if they couldn't show it, you now know it. I felt that was a really excellent bridge of insight into her still struggling, but using that struggle to make herself stronger, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Certainly me. Cause I mean, I, I recently rewatched the last few episodes of season one to kind of try to get ready since we're close to season two by the time at the time we're recording this. Um, and it reminded me that uh, even right up to, you know, the last episode of season one, episode 10 there, um, there's still a lot, you know, even Beatrice brings it up at one point, you know, still wondering if Ava's all in, you know. Um, so that's, that's, and we've had some interesting conversations in our podcast covering season one about the idea of the chosen one and when do they accept their destiny and so forth. And um, so, yeah, that, you know, a lot of the phrases we're catching in both the teaser and the official trailer is Ava very much out in front, naturally. You know, all oh, this is my fault. Devil kicked my butt. Um, you know, standing up to Father Vincent a little bit and talking about it. And we see lots of stuff with Adriel. So it's definitely creating that even more emotion around what we saw to finish out season one. But as we know, one of the beauties of this show is it's it's so much more than just Ava. So that's where it gets interesting with the entire team that's around her. I have a quick question, and I don't know if it was just me. In the full trailer, it looks as if the halo has changed design. Because there's a scene where Ava's back is turned, and then she spins around forward and almost like slams her hands together. And the halo appears to have a complete, like a center that I don't remember seeing. So I'm curious if that has meaning, if that's just me, you know, is, is there an advancement? Has the halo morphed? Is it just, you know, they've got money and they wanted to change what it looked like? You know, I'm not sure if, if I just picked that up on my own. And I was wondering if, if it is a design that they meant to do, does that mean something about her? I'm going to have to rewatch the trailer. I did not see that. Because I just remember it being a circle, right? It didn't have anything in the middle. It was just a circle. Right. But I didn't see what you saw that there would be something in the middle. I didn't see that. Yeah, from that watch, it's going to be like the scabbard for the sword that was in the middle. And I just <laughs> saw it so quickly that it was something else. Hopeful, hopeful intuition of what might be there. Maybe. I mean, it could be. But the, the interesting thing, too, and this has been all throughout the series so far, is it could be all of those things or none of them. I can think of scenarios where all of that fits because again, if, if Ava is much more in tune with it now, if emotionally she has gone all in, especially after that confrontation with their Adriel Dan season one, um, it might bring out more in the hail. Or like you said, it could be a little bit more of a budget. So they're just showing more detail. on. But that would be fascinating if it was because she's all in the halo morphs within the person to create a design or something symbolizing that specific warrior nun. I just totally went off the rails. 
I wouldn't say off the rails, but you definitely found a nice rabbit hole to go down. And it has no bottom right now because <laughs> we have no answers. So I'm just going to, can I just like jump to something else? Then? Why not? This, this is all reaction stuff. This is the fun part of things. We oh. haven't seen the season two episode yet. <laughs> True. I am, I am stuck on, we both, we both, we all three know that Simon is excellent and then the cast and the writers and the crew are using symbolism that we are so accustomed to seeing. And then it, they turn it on its head. So every time I saw Adriel, you know, walking on water, making promises, he's the prophet, he's Jesus. He's presenting himself as the symbol, you know, of Jesus of Christianity, which is what we are accustomed to seeing. And then you're hearing basically evil from him and it's this, it's just very um, indicative of like false prophets and you're being shown one thing and bait and switch. And, and I'm getting all of these weird vibes. Like what, what's the truth? You know, it feels like they're showing you everything that you've been bred to believe in. And then all of a sudden telling you, by the way, it's not real. There's that scene. I don't remember which nun it was that was there where I think it was Camilla where he's like, I'm everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because he is, because he has eyes everywhere, because of his followers. So it's like this weird thing that you're in so deep and that he preys on your fears now. So again, psychological elements that I go into. So I was I was really fascinated with that in the trailer and I wanted to know more. <laughs> That's interesting because when, when I looked at that scene, I thought Adriel was targeting Camilla to like, you know, draw her in just like he drew in Father Vincent. But that's what I'm saying. She might be considered the quote unquote weakest link. And so he's preying on her fears of mm -hmm. letting them down. Like remember when um, she sat there and she was shooting the ceiling and she's like, I hope that was a sign, you know, cause right to fight back. She's the, the more subdued, you know, everybody else quote unquote feels obtainable. I really don't think Adriel has a shot at shotgun Mary or Beatrice, you know, maybe Lilith, but the way it's presented it, it always felt like Camilla was, the reluctant hero. Well, I think part of what's also got to be out there is, and um, we touched on a little bit in one of our conversations, the, their whole plan to, that eventually released him. You know, they had that big explosion at the Vatican when they picked the new Pope. Um, so the thing I'm wondering, and then all the race and that confrontation at the very, very end of season one, it, has this gone from the underground thing that very few people know about to now this is, you know, on CNN and everything else right. that, that we now have the whole world in, like you said. So there is this idea of, of false prophets, but also this whole idea of religion and, 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 and as Adriel even talked to, to Ava about the whole idea of. You, you know, you can never confirm what anything of this really is because then you lose control of the church does. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of wondering since we do see so much, not that it's a ton, but we do see a bit of Adriel and it does look like maybe he's a little more out in the public. And, and Because, too, the thing I keep going back to related to this, too, is the whole stuff with Father Vincent in that last scene when we realized he was the traitor. Mm -hmm. um, and he went up to Adriel and was telling him, no, you know, this is not your time to, you know come out, if you will, to, to be known. Um, and then Adriel talks to him and we don't hear any of the words, but we see father Vincent kind of 
pull back almost, almost cower in fear a little bit. To me, it almost read like Adriel was telling him, okay, you did your job. I don't need you for anything else. Because he just seemed to, rather than be standing with him, kind of standing to the side. And then we see from some of the stuff here, one scene talking to Ava saying, hey, you know, the halo belongs to him. Like he's still part of the evil crowd. Um, so that's why I'm kind of wondering. That's one of the things uh, I don't know the bigger picture. How are we going to get that bigger picture? Meaning that, and you touched on it earlier, like the, the FBC, the Samaritans, they dropped us little teases in these trailers. But is that a big part of this or not? You know, is it still the small, you know, the, the OCS or not? I don't know. See, this is this is what I love about the show. We've now, I think, between the three of us, all talked in circles on certain topics yeah. Yeah. we're interested in, and we have no definitive answer. Right. Well, what I think is going to be one of the big things is Beatrice and Ava. There's always more. There's always more. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Oh, is it the jealousy comment? Oh, at the end, yeah, that was cute. <laughs> that was funny. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I gotta ask. I gotta ask. The portal is built and powered and stable. How? What's on the other side? And why do we also have that scene where it looks like, I don't want to say, um, it looks like something's coming out of the portal in the, where there's the, the big circle with the blue and lights on the sides. It looks like something is coming out of the portal. What is coming out of the portal? What is going into the portal besides Lilith? Where's the kid? Michael, right? Mm-hmm. Where's Michael? Well, I mean... Michael's mom um, was trying to get that completed and trying to power that. And wasn't it the divinium that, that was so important to that? And didn't we at the end of season two, when Ava went in to get Adriel, there was a Tarask there in the, in the, stuck in the wall, basically. Did the explosion free all of that up so they now have more divinium than they can ever hope for, so therefore it's much easier to power up the portal? And what's on the other side of the portal? Yeah, where does the portal go to? I mean, I'm still hedging that, again, Adriel came through it back in, you know, the the very first beginnings of all of this. Um, again, was he the one running away who who had stolen the the Halo. Halo from the Tarasks and whoever they're with, you know, so is this now the chance to go to wherever that is? Another plane? Is it a time travel portal? It's another planet. You know, where, what is it? Parallel universe. Who knows? Right. And whether or not the Tarask is on the warrior nun's side or not, I mean, it in in the in the main trailer, there's that scene where the Tarask is actually impaling Adriel. So yeah, it's similar to how they impaled um, Sister Lilith. So I'm like, oh, all right. Are they trying to, to teach him a lesson or, or what? I don't know what to think about that. And we also get that quick cut scene of the Tarask along with Aver and I think, isn't it Beatrice? It's Beatrice, yeah. Where they're, are they running away? Right. Yeah, see, are, are, they, are they trying to misdirect us by making it look like they're running away, or is that some scene where the Tarask has come to help them in some way? Right. Because we still don't know good, bad, good, bad. Mm-hmm. And then if we continue on that, the Crown of Thorns has similar power appearance to the Halo, which 
goes to the Tarasks. If the thorns have powers, why did the Tarask put it in the thorns? How was it put in the thorns? Why? It opens a myriad of questions about the Tarasks, about what other symbols they've created. Are they maybe, are they more like a gargoyle and like an overlook, a guardian, than they are a killer? Are they really evil? Are they, you know, good, you know, or... They're just doing the job that they were set out to do? Yeah, or, or maybe they're the embodiment of what we fear most the truth we cannot face. And we make them, like, remember he says in, in the, the tomb, angels, demons, you, you know, whatever. You don't give it, you let people call it whatever they want. So maybe we see them as demons because they look scary to us, but really and truly, they're the truth of the, the people trying to help us may not come in a form we want. Because again, nothing in Warrior Nun is on visual face value what it seems. Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> now didn't also in the in the full trailer um or official trailer as they call it um we hear the the voiceover part about the weapon to imprison adriel mm -hmm. which appears to be that um the crown of thorns the crown of thorns now do we not also see like you were just saying um a crown of thorns on the terrasks I must have missed that. Because I'm wondering, is that used to control entities from wherever this they come from? And that opens another whole kettle of fish. <laughs> then, that was one thing I said to Sheila after seeing the trailer, the official full trailer, was that it seems to me, based on the quick cuts and everything else, that Adriel is somewhat of a pawn for a much bigger picture that there is something greater than him going on and that he's kind of like the scout troop who's got to go and take care of things and settle it up. And then like the leaders come in after the fact. Yeah. But I think also like we speculated, I think, I think on one of our podcasts, is he just a common thief who got his hands on a halo and then bolted through a portal to get away? And that's why the Tarasque were after him. And that's why he buried it you know, in the first warrior none to hide it. And now he's making like he's some God when really he just is coming from who knows, 5,000 years in the future or another planet or something. I mean, you know, again, these are all possibilities in play here. I want to sit Simon down and be like, look, we need to have a conversation. You need to tell me what's going on. Because <laughs> now you're also bringing in the first warrior none in the backstory and like the legend. And I'm like, Yo. Right. Where did that, there's that new nun who came into the picture. Like, where did she come from and why does she know about the crown of thorns? Mm -hmm. And why can she only tell the warrior nun? Again, that's probably why we have 10 episodes. This <laughs> is a story that has to play out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a simple black and white. Right. You know, part of the reason why we love it is, is for that, that possibility of these layers and directions. I think in one of the videos that I was watching, um, someone said that it was meant, Warrior Nun was meant to be like a, a movie, but it turned out to be, you know, a, a series. And I'm glad that it is, specifically, Kevin, because of what you said. There's just so many things that need to play out that having it as a two hour movie would be, I don't know, would be a disservice, I think. Because there's just yeah, you so could many. you could then only yeah you'd only get the the, the surface level story you know right. in that amount of time 
Because I got to think that, again, knowing Simon Barry and the way he's told stories over the years, he and his team, we're, we're going to start out in season two, just great to see our team and, you know, whoever is there that we see. Um, but there's going to be pieces coming into the story to then give us another shift in what we think we understand with a faction to find out either working with or against Ava and the team. But they're not going to give us the whole explanation of the portal and everything else. That's just not going to happen right away. And again, if we're, we're, you know, all got our fingers crossed and got our rewind buttons on Netflix to keep views up, you know, hoping to get a season three, that means that it's only going to probably give us some answers based on what we saw in season one, but also open up another set of them. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I can't see us getting a lot of answers, especially not early. Right. Well, so I'm just, I'm mental. I'm saying this to mentally prepare myself to realize <laughs> <laughs> little teeny answers, big, big new question. Uh, that we all need to, <laughs> to learn patience, um, which is not a virtue of mine. Look, Netflix has binging for a reason. We don't have to wait week to week. Oh my god! Just wait for that little Netflix going episode starting in three, two, and then it just starts. I'm telling you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to like call in at work. Like, uh, I, I can't, I can't come in. Well, it launches <laughs> while while we're away, so I'm downloading them all to the iPad. <laughs> uh, oh, it's gonna be so hard. And the thing that I really, like you said, Kevin, I, I really love how it's laid out, and I kind of, in some way, hope they follow the same structure. Because I want that action-packed episode of them facing Adriel, whomever we see, whatever happens, that sets the tone for the season. And then that development that you're, you're getting like a little teaser here and there and a little bit more information and a little bit more information. And then you get to the end and it's like the last three episodes are like, everything we told you? Yeah, by the way. <laughs> Well, since we know we can't get answers to a lot of our own questions and things brought up in the trailers, I do have a question, though, for the two of you. Curious to hear. How soon after the events of season one do you think we're going to pick up with the first episode of season two? Is it going to be mere moments? Or is this going to be one of those a few days later, dot, dot, dot? Oh, you know, as much as I would like it to be you know, right after that whole thing so that we have an explanation given what we were just talking about, it's probably going to be, okay, cut to a week later, and then we'll get tidbits of what happened right after you know the, the end of season one. And that's going to drive me absolutely batty. But I'm going to be watching because I want to know. <laughs> See, I think it could be done one of two ways. Either they could show that same sequence, show how it turned out, and then say several months later, because... Lilith is too in control to have it be immediately after, or even a week after. Ava is too in control to be immediately after, a week after. So I'm thinking there's months in between. Plus, Adriel has built up, based on the trailer, it appears he's following. built up a very big following in a short amount of time. So I don't think that could be a mere moments. Because even if they used the word of mouth from what happened in the church sequence at the end of season one, I don't think that would be enough to have a massive following where he's getting graffiti and everything. So I'm, I'm thinking they could show that and then cut to months later, or they're going to cut to months later and slowly fill in the gaps. And maybe that's where the guilt comes in for Ava because of that. This is all my fault. 
because not only did she let Adriel go, but she's the reason if somebody is not there, why that person's not there. Because if she didn't say, let's go free him, maybe they don't do that. There's a lot of guilt a person can take on, even if it's not really their fault. And it's also possible that everything we've seen in these two trailers is from episodes 7, 8, 9, and 10. Which is evil. (laughs) That's just going to kill me. (laughs) You know, meaning, you know, we might pick up right where we left off and it's carnage and, you know, we don't know about a lot. And then we're slowly going to build up to some of that, you know, shall we say, badassery and and, uh, confrontational stuff. I mean, you know, that's what I love. That's what I love about this this show and the first season of it. I, I think any of those things are a possibility. I really do. Um, and, and it, it would be fascinating to see if, you know, we pick up shortly after, um, or, or right during that end of season one. And all of a sudden we've got some of those other factions, Samaritans or something else coming in to, if you will, rescue our heroes. That would be an Um, excellent introduction, you know, and then making them, Oh, what's this? Okay. Much bigger picture. Um, going on and then you know then we do have a couple of cuts to several weeks or months later and you know adriel's got himself a fall a worldwide following i don't know you know it's that's what i love it could could go in any direction um and all of it could be played out in the uh you know addressing some of these same questions and ideas we've got so i have a question in in one of the scenes in the official trailer it appears to be the vatican from an overhead view. Is it mm-hmm. before? Is it after? Did they rebuild? Like that could either be for the original warrior nun descriptions for current days and they rebuilt because I remember there was a massive explosion. There has to be damage. So I, I think that kind of leads into, I have no idea what time frame this takes place in. Well, we also got a cutscene in there where it looks like our new Pope, we kind of, spent a good part of the season not trusting um, might actually be on their side now and might be part of the, the good guy group, if you will. Cause isn't there someone he's almost like torturing or someone's saying, you know, he's part of, you know, so I mean, they've, I'm not surprised, but they're doing a great job of giving us each of some of, of these characters and just enough dialogue to have us go. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? <laughs> I can't tell yet. <laughs> and, and the thing is, to be truthful, after having an entire season of trusting Vincent and then going into this, it's a perfect setup. I don't trust anything they're showing me. <laughs> and we it's, can't. It's beautifully we done. Can't. <laughs> Except maybe for Beatrice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Yes. Yes. The two I of guess. them, yes. Oh, and, and that's a great way. That ass, that's right? a great way to do it. Can't trust anyone but the two of them together. <laughs> Did you notice that Ava had like that that uh, guard that looked similar to Beatrice's face mask? Mm-hmm. Brought it mm-hmm. up. I was like, "Oh, they're sharing chainmail." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there again, there could be some great, great time spent early on in the season as they're building up to the battle and, and the understanding who's really the bad side of this. Mm-hmm. And as of this recording, how many days do I need to suffer until I can see the episodes? Well, it comes out next week, right? 
Well, yeah, as we record, folks, we're like six days from release. Six. Six long, long <laughs> days. Days. You know, you know what that means? <laughs> Sorry, I have a new toy. <laughs> and see, I thought it would help if I went back and like caught the last, I think it was three episodes of season one. And, and to a certain degree, yes, it reminded me, even because it had been a few months since a rewatch. Um, it, but still, the, you know, where they leave us, I'm like, oh, damn it, it's still several days. <laughs> See, that's why I think part of me, if I had to go out on the limb a little bit, is I'm thinking we pick up like almost moments after the end of season one. Not maybe for the whole episode of episode mm-hmm. one, but at least a few minutes of carnage and people in multiple directions and what I, I don't know. I just, I get a sense. That's how we're going to lead off rather than automatically seeing a nice serene training montage or something. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it's going to be carnage to some degree to kick us off. Cause that's the way certainly season one started. Yeah. That that's, that's what pulled you in. Yeah. Right off the bat. So, you know, I'm just suspecting it's going to be a part of that. It's going to be a lot, no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. But if they show me what happens to Shotgun Mary, it will be worth it. But that, that is just too too important to give away too soon. I just don't see us seeing much on that. Maybe the end, last scene of episode one, if Simon's being really nice to us. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I just sense we're going to be hanging on that for a while. Oh, man. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. Okay. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't know. I just get a sense that it's going to be a bit of a surprise at some point. I don't think Shotgun Mary would be taken quietly as a. Oh, no. No. That's why I'm saying we shall see. We shall see. I just don't want her to be dead. Well, it's such a great character. I mean, yeah. It's just. But if she went through the portal or a Tarask showed up because. Ava was using the halo. Adriel's there. Tarask showed up, dragged Shotgun Mary into the portal with them. I'm totally going off again. (laughs) These random thoughts. Well, you know, in the absence of the answer, we have to fill it. So, yeah. Okay. So this is how this is how the beginning (laughs) of the season is going to start. No, no, we're not. The nuns are going to (laughs) win. No, we're not going there. Then Adriel's going to like go off a deep end and try to recreate his uh, awesomeness, and the nuns are going to win. And Beatrice is going to. There's always more. Kick a lot of butt, and it's going to be an awesome season. Is that about sum it up from what I know? (laughs) (laughs) I can agree with most of that. It's certainly awesome and going to be fun to see where they're going to go and watch, you know, watch the relationships develop too. So can't get here fast enough. Can't get here fast enough. Counting the days. Anyway. Now, one thing we should let you folks know is our current plans for, for podcasts covering the season, just so you're, we're all on the same page. Um, all of us with um, family and personal and, and work commitments, as much as we're all pining to take a few days off and watch all the episodes. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, we don't have, we don't have the ability to do that. So, so we are, we are, looking at releasing podcasts, much like we did for season one, where we'll look at a couple of episodes at a time, just based on how the story is playing out. So we're not going to, you know, drop a podcast talking about the entire season. Um, we'll probably do it. We'll kind of see as the, as we watch some episodes, which ones generate some good conversation and go there. So obviously 
any of you listening right now, you know, watch it as fast or as slow as you want. We will certainly place any of each of our episodes details on what we'll be discussing. So you'll know, so we won't be spoiling anyone, but yeah, look for certainly several podcasts covering episodes. <clears throat> and then as we did with season one, two, we'll then come back and kind of look at our overarching stuff and, and where we're at too. So we, we won't spoil anybody, but, but we understand there will be some of you who will not, will not sleep until you've seen all 10 episodes on the 10th. That's me. <laughs> well, I need sleep, so that's not going to be me. <laughs> but who needs sleep when there's a Tarasque that needs to be understood? I just want to stuff Tarasque now so I can like snuggle it and be like, you're not that bad. Well, we're going to find out more, I think, there for sure. And who's to say there aren't some other beasts slash guardians of the halo? Maybe we'll learn more about the wraiths and where they come from and how they're, I mean, they do inhabit people, but with that, the, uh, what is it that I say? The FBC, the firstborn children. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we're going to get a lot more there too, explaining where they come from, how they come from, how Adriel just pulls them out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I just extended every question in my head. Yeah, that's all. That's basically all we've done in the last thirty or so minutes. <laughs> Take an add to our question list. Oh, more lists. <laughs> that's what makes the discussion so much fun. True, true. I'm going to need a spreadsheet just to keep track of it. <laughs> I can make you one <laughs> if you need it. I'm sure you can. Yeah, but I mean, related to that, and our and our viewing plans being very diverse. Um, as we're making time to watch, we we do just ask if you folks are sending in any feedback, be it by email or social media, do please be aware that our viewing may be behind yours. So please properly mark any topics or things you're bringing up, realizing that we may not have seen the entire series yet by the time you have. Spoiler warnings. Yes. Please, please. The nature of Netflix and binging. Just need popcorn, Netflix, <laughs> and three days off. <laughs> any other topics or things we didn't touch on that you just have to get out there while we can before before release time comes well we, we might have something special for our listeners do we yeah but i i can't i can't i can't quite say it yet <laughs> Golly, do you really go as Batman? What is it? I just said I can't say what it is. Well, you just can't tease yet. somebody like that and then not give them a hint. I just, I just gave a hint, a very vague hint, but, but evil. <laughs> I'm taking my cue from. It's Sorry. very a warrior nunish. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe, maybe in the uh, next few episodes that we have, we we can. We can give a little bit more. Shed some more light on that. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. You two kill me. (laughs) The classic stay tuned. (laughs) Uh, This is is exciting. This is an exciting time being on the verge of it coming out and seeing some of the stuff we've all been waiting for and directions we're going to go in and and relationships developing and everything else. It's going to be a blast. I'm still stuck on Sister Beatrice. Sorry. Just throwing it out there again. But unless there's something else, I think that's going to wrap up our uh, reaction, review, question-filled episode of the trailers. 
that's just leave us wanting more. Any other points of interest? No, just have fun. Looking forward to it. Lots more to discuss. And as uh, Kevin said, tune in next time. <laughs> we go through. Well, we'll let you know which episodes we go through. Yeah. And uh, just pay attention to our Twitter account. You might see some uh, emojis describing what we're feeling as we go through <laughs> the season. Um, and, you know, until next time, we uh, we look forward to chatting with everybody and, gosh, seeing this darn season already. Been a long time coming, but it's almost here. Hope, hope you all enjoy it as much as I know we're going to. Bye, everybody. If you'd like to contact us here at Into the Halo, we offer a few different options. You can send us an email at intothehalopodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at WarriorNumPod. If, however, you prefer to leave us a voicemail, please go to speakpipe.com forward slash into the halo podcast, all one word, where you can leave your 90 second message. We will have all of this information and much more on our website at warriornonpodcast.com and in every episode's description. Thanks again for listening. We look forward to hearing from you.